0: This is Off the Bench. The biggest names in Aussie sport are here every weekend.
1: Yeah, welcome to Off the Bench. Another weekend. Jason Matthews here as we look at some of the big interviews from Sports Day with myself and Gary Belcher from throughout the week. Uh, very soon, we'll catch up with Justin Avandano from the Sydney Sixers ahead of their big charity game this weekend. They've been working with kids and cancer in regional areas of New South Wales for the last 10 years. So we'll hear what they're up to this weekend. Katie Brown joins us with some NRL news. We preview the Magic Millions on the Gold Coast, but we kickstart off the bench as we catch up with John Longmire, the coach of the Sydney Swans. G'day, Gary, Jason. Uh, I've got a real serious question off the top here because being the non-athlete uh, amongst us, why is it? why is it always a 2K trial when the boys come back from Christmas, what? Why don't you do three Ks or one and a half or five Ks? What is it, John? Why two Ks? Uh, yeah,
2: well, a few years ago we did did three Ks, and then we just reduced it back to two. We just felt that was uh, a bit more relevant to the game. But I mean, whether it's three or two, it's it's just a it's still an indicator that's there for a fitness. Uh, see how you go, and it's always sitting in the back of your mind. I remember when I first started back in nineteen eighty eight, the first time trial I did. Was about a fifteen k run, three laps around oh. Elber Park Lake in Melbourne. So it's reduced dramatically Jeez. since then.
1: Hey, what about you, Gary? Was it, two k- was it was it two k when you started?
3: Uh, I don't I didn't even know if we knew how far it was. It was like a couple of laps of this big area around Seaford Oval in Canberra, and another place. And it was probably three or four k's, but it was just a couple of laps. Go as go as hard as you could, and get smashed and look like a knucklehead. So they they all came back in uh, in good shape, John. Are you you happy with them? Do they all Look after themselves across uh, across Christmas.
2: Yeah, generally these days they they do. There's um, you know there's all bare inches across the board, but generally uh, the players come back in pretty good nick. I mean, it's um, it's just too hard when you when you get caught behind these days to to make it up. It's uh, you can do it, but it's just it's just a lot of hard work. So generally across the board, it's been pretty good, and uh, certainly the younger players in particular have been fantastic. Uh, the guys that trained for a couple of weeks before Christmas. Mm-hmm. This is as late as. The older group has ever started. Um, the first week, you know, sixth of January. That's the that's the lightest that um, any of their five plus years have ever started. So um, it'll come across us pretty quickly at the start of the
3: season. Of course, with that break during the year because of COVID happened in 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 all the codes. Um, what did anything change about your your um, your position on how many trials they need, how many how many warm up games they need? before they play? Because I know in league they, they had a nine-week break and just went straight back into it. And everyone was worried that there'd be a lot more injuries. Um, it didn't seem to be mm. the case. Is, is it the same in the AFL? You don't you don't need as much of a, a build-up for them?
2: Uh, we were concerned about the same thing, the coaches in the AFL. And we, we got an extra week of preparation when we came back. So it was initially going to just be a two-week Quick training block and then straight into the games yeah. after the COVID break. But we got another week out of them, which was great because just that change of direction in in AFL footy, and you can come from you know, obviously three hundred and sixty degrees. So it's just a bit of that change of direction, and um, and we, that was invaluable. We didn't have a real spike in injuries, uh, and you know that helped. You know, we believe that helped uh, to get that. You know, as it looks at the moment, we've got a couple of practice games, the games going back out to time wise what it, what it used to be. So which is a significant adjustment as well that our, gents, our players have to make. Mm.
1: And then you got your round one game against Brisbane at the Gabba on March twenty. So it's not it's not too far away. What's that around about nine weeks away? So uh, not that far. Yeah. Um, John, got to ask you, how's Buddy? Uh, he looks in the photos I've seen and the vision I've seen he looks to be running quite freely. I mean, he had that hammy last year and was out for the whole year.
2: Yeah, it's um, you know, he was training really well last year before Christmas uh, and then New Year's Eve had a pick up with his knee, uh, got back, uh, got training again. Obviously didn't play round one last year, then we had that break. Was running over the over the period of the shutdown, was looking great, but then did his hamstring again. So at the moment we've taken the time this year, or particularly the back end of last year, to to get him as strong as we can. Um and that's what we've been concentrating on. And uh he's only he's only been running for a few weeks, but it's really just based upon the strength work that he's been doing in the gym. So so far it's been going along Quite well, but we're not going to push him too hard. We're going to make sure he's as strong as he possibly can
1: be. You expect to have him for the first round, or do you, it might take a bit longer.
2: Oh, I'm not sure. Um, got no idea at the moment. We're not putting any time frame on it. He'll be he'll be ready when he's ready, and and that's when he will be nice and strong. So. And that's the same in regards to, you know, lifting his up ante in regards to the running as well. We'll just wait and see and see how he goes. We're not going to be dictated to by round one. We'll be dictated to by how his body's going.
3: Yeah, yeah. Long-term, long-term game for him. Hey, um, new recruits. You've got a you've got a few. Tom Hickey from West Coast. Um, a bit of size in the ruck there. How's he going?
2: Good, yeah. We, we really needed another ruckman. Um, unfortunately, Sam Naism- Naismith has had two knee reconstructions in the last four years. And uh, we, whilst we, we love the way he goes about his business, he just had a really bad run. So we needed to get another ruckman in to help out Callum Sinclair. So really fortunate to get him. And, and we've got a couple of young players as well, a couple of academy boys and, uh, and a boy from WA, a key four from WA. So we're really excited by what they can bring.
1: Mm. You had a couple of young blokes come through last year, which were impressive. You, it was forced upon you because obviously COVID and also injuries to some senior players and, um, Heaney and Rampy, a couple of the boys that went down later in the year. How are they recovering?
2: Really good so far. I mean, yeah, I mean, we had a number of players, a number of that senior group out injured. Hewitt, Heaney, Rampy, uh, obviously Franklin, um, a, a large chunk of the, of the team that was, I was expect, particularly the experienced guys are out injured. Yeah. But um, those guys are coming back really well. I mean, Rampy's come back from that broken hand um, he Had a plate put in there. Then he had a he, it was broken again. He's come back in really good condition, so he's back doing full training. Isaac Heaney had a, a, a pretty serious uh, ankle injury at the start of last uh, last year when we came back. He had it operated on. He missed the majority of the season, and uh, he's he's back now. You know, he's just
3: short of getting back into full training, so he's That's doing cool. a
2: lot of rehab running and change of direction, and looks really good. I mean, he's a real pro. He looks after himself as as most of them do.
3: You you might have noticed, John, that. Um Woogie here. Jason knows a lot about the team because he's not he's actually a a full on Swan supporter. You could probably ask him a few questions Where, about your this players. Going? Well, he's
1: looking for a free membership. No, Jason here because no, he won't no, he won't
3: join up. No, I will, John. I he, will because
1: you're playing a couple of said, games in Queensland. He I'll said be if there.
3: I, if we do this interview, there's a chance I might be able to hit him up for a membership.
1: I did not,
3: uh, John. Jump on board. We'll
1: look after you, <laughs> mate. I, I'm I'm always there. I, I'll be there. I was even at that. Are date. you paid up? I will be. You will be. <laughs> no, I tell you, I've still got, I've still got nine weeks. Uh, they've got games against the Gold Coast board, and mate. Brisbane up here this year. So I, I'll be there. But the thing is, mate, and I was there at that horrible game against Richmond. And, John, it wasn't all your fault at the Gabba, okay? It was the rain, mm. and Richmond <laughs> had as much to do with that awful game as much as the Swans did, okay? So I want to defend you
2: here. <laughs> Good on you. Is he that. helping you? I'm um, uh, there was. Uh, I mean, this year was a, a tough year for all teams, to be honest. I mean, you know, no hardly any training at all, and, and flying all over the country in hubs, and uh, it was a challenging oh, year yeah. for all of us. So hopefully, we get back to something a bit normal this year.
1: It's good. It's good that that's happened. Um, I want to um, I want to ask you a question. Who's the who's the bloke at training? All blokes. Here's your chance to uh, name names here, John. Who who likes getting around training with their shirts off? I mean, we had Wendell Saylor was famous for it in the NRL, right, Badge? Who, who's, oh, there's one yeah. in every
3: one or two in every yeah. club. Still, who,
1: who, who are yours, John? Come on, fess up.
2: Oh, look, look, we've had a player that comes from Newcastle that uh, Newcastle way that's uh, been a bit known for that uh, as uh, blonde hair and what is a number five. But um, so <laughs> he's he's probably been used to that over the years, but he's not doing it at the moment. He's getting himself in pretty good shape without the shirt off, which is terrific.
1: Lovely. Isaac Heaney. Yeah. Ooh, so just, the, just the one, mate. Just the
2: one. <laughs> oh, no, there's always – they all love getting their shirt off. I mean, there's, uh, you just hope that it's for the right reason, not just to get a tan. So um, these days they all like getting their shirts off.
1: All right, mate. We'll let you go. We'll wrap this up. By the way, you, talk, you know you're talking about memberships. I want to give a yeah, plug. Yeah, you want one. No, I don't, mate. I'll, I'll be a paid-up member. John, don't right. listen to him uh the Swans do have their memberships on on sale now and we do this with every club we like to help them out and get the members on board uh join them for 2021. The Swans have a range of flexible membership options to cater for every situation visit the sydney uh, visit au for more info or just give John a call directly and uh he'll he'll just sign you up you you know i'll I'll tell you John no, Jason is as much a chance
3: of paying for a membership as Gary Jack would have been. Oh, and that's... you know about you know about my old team, my old roommate <laughs> Gary Jack. Too soon, too soon. <laughs> well,
2: well Kieran, Kieran,
1: Kieran was a bit Kieran was a little bit like that. Bit careful college. too. Oh, <laughs> the apple doesn't fall far from the tree. All right, okay. John, I will pay and I'll send the receipt through to prove <laughs> that I'm uh, that I will Fantastic. pay.
2: Fantastic. I'll, I'll be waiting on the phone.
1: <laughs> John Longmire, head coach of the Sydney Swans. Thanks for joining us on Sports Day, mate. Good on you. Thanks, guys. You're embarrassing. Absolutely embarrassing. John Longmire. But it's here on true. Sports. No, mate. I will pay for my and membership. I will pay. Have you? No, well, what's the point? Handing over my money right now. To show your – well, I will, but, but how long I've got, have you been a fan
3: for?
1: Oh, forever. And how, how many times you have been a member? Every year? Or? Not every year. On and off. Oh, so you're not a member at the moment. You know what? I, no, I'm not. But what I do is I look you've, at the draw and then got I kids
3: to bring up and
1: – Yeah, mate. I'm sorry. We're just – Bills to pay. Not like you. I'm not flush with cash. So, you know, we've got a monthly budget. So, sure. How am I sounding? Going all right here. <laughs> <terrible. laughs> uh, how's your Raiders membership going? You pay for that? Uh, I I'll get, I'll get one, actually. Life <laughs> membership. Well, I should get a life <laughs> membership at the Swans, John. Come on. This is Off The Bench. Welcome back to Off The Bench. Yeah, Jason Matthews here. I hope your weekend is going well. Of course, the big race meeting on this weekend is the Magic Millions on the Gold Coast. And get to get a bit of a preview. Uh, we borrowed the boys from SCN Track. And uh, talking about Campbell Brown, the Brown Dog, and also Cam Luke. They gave us some tips. These boys have been making a noise all afternoon they and sh- all night on SCN they Track. S- smell like horse flesh. They do, <laughs> and they're pretty good they horse. Don't, flesh well, they're themselves. all
3: around them. They're they they're they're trainers, they're jockeys, they're Owners, yeah. stable hand, owners. Oh yeah, big owner. Cam Luke. Oh yeah, Cam former Luke. star of uh, of Sports Day. Yes, um, he's a oh, he's, he's armchair expert. Well, he's mm-hmm. re- he retired to uh, <laughs> to, uh, <laughs> to delve into uh, yeah. owning
1: racehorses.
4: Something like that. Hello, boys. A nice Hello. new studio. First time we're up here on the Gold Coast. We come to check uh, check it out, and
1: we are in the dark. Yeah, well. We are in the dark. There's no lights yet. Yeah, like you don't need lights. Minor
4: thing. Don't need lights to talk to you, badge. No. no.
1: And this man no. who played AFL football. Uh, played for, let me work this out, Suns. Okay, we don't talk about the Suns, <laughs> though, do we? Play's, I
4: mean, a, loo- <laughs> play's a loose turn there, James. Yes. <laughs> uh,
1: Hawthorne? Yes. Uh, Campbell Brown. Uh, any other teams?
5: Uh, just those two. Just yeah. those two. Yeah. One
1: Yeah, and a half teams.
5: Oh, but you've been uh, a little
1: bit.
5: The All-Australian team, did you play or not? No, you, you we didn't play that? a game. And the Australian stuff against Ireland, we sort of don't count that. No, but you got really? selected. Oh,
3: you'd count
4: that every but day. You're all Australian. But you're an All-Australian. You know why he doesn't count it? Because he actually stopped... <laughs> The series, he belted one of those poor Irish plumbers who's a part-time footballer yeah. and all thing. In a, to... in a pub
3: or on the field?
5: No, I was on the field. Did oh. you? Yeah. Well, oh, that's we all right. try to do my country proud. <laughs> so
1: we've got an Australian kangaroo yep. on one side of the yeah. desk and we've got an all-Australian on the other yeah. side mm-hmm. and then there's Cam and myself yeah. in the middle. So yeah, the
4: two best-looking guys, AJ, so <laughs> that's all right. We were going to say that.
1: <laughs> Boys, Magic Millions on. Uh, you're on the Gold Coast for the Magic Millions where we're broadcasting from. Uh, now, boys, what's happened at the sales today? Did Billy Slater sell his horse? Do do we know?
5: He he would. He had one going through the the ring. Um, he's an ambassador for uh, mm. for the Magic Millions, and um, he plays in the polo. I saw him at the beach yesterday. He was uh, in the the horse race down the the beach. So polo. He, he gets involved uh, with that, but also avid lover of uh, the horses and breeds some on his farm. So he put a couple through the ring last year, and he had one today. I haven't seen exactly. What price he got knocked down to, but um, he genuinely loves it.
4: Before we go any further, actually, we, we, we probably shouldn't shy away from the fact that Campbell Brown's had a great deal of success on Magic Millions Day. Have
5: you, Campbell? Well, I won the three-year-old race uh, about six years ago. Yep. I had a horse called Sweet Idea. Really? She got she was second in the two-year-old race, got pipped right on the um, the finish line by a horse called Real Surreal. We come back the next year, back to her as if she was unbeatable, and she was. Um and won that for uh, Gay Waterhouse, and J-Mac was uh, in the saddle. Yeah, yeah, you've nice.
3: got some, you've got some cred now that uh, we're going to ask you about this year's race. We're we actually going to sit up and take a bit more notice.
1: Yeah. Well, not, you've already logged into your betting account. Yeah, let, let's, let's, yeah That's right. It's always open. And in fact, I've been listening to these guys this afternoon. It's a bit lighter, but anyway, we move away from that. Uh, we have, bounce back. Yeah, you did. We just, heard you. We heard you. Yeah, now, listen, mm-hmm. uh, Finance Tycoon, that – our horse that Badge and I got on a couple of weeks ago, that's starting from Ashmore Road out yep. in the car park. Uh, that's got to be no chance from Barrier 21. Can't man. win
5: from out there. Um, it'll come in a little bit when the emergencies get taken out, but especially in those two-year-old races, uh, they can make and, and break uh, you the barrier draws. And that's why I think um, Benny Hayes put on a, a smile and an optimistic face, but he wouldn't have been overly wrapped with no, drawing I, see,
3: gate. I thought... Maybe being a younger horse, it might enjoy staying out of all
4: that trouble early and just swoop out wide. No, not going to happen. It, it's actually the horse that had it drawn well is probably going to be, would have been the hardest to beat because it was really, really good last week in that, that oh, ding-dong battle down the straight. That was a great run. And it, you just always felt that it was going to improve from week to week. The unfortunate thing is, and it, it happens so often, is that you get a draw, drawn a bad gait. And you touched on it there. there. There are, with some of these younger horses, there'll be a lot of speed and intensity in these young uh, out of the barrier gates in the, in the two year old race, but it, it's going to be very, it'd have to be almost a superstar to win the race from that. But Barry, now, not to say that it's not, but there's a chance that it could the,
5: be. The, the horse that profiles the best, like the winner, is Swift Witness. It's a Gay Waterhouse runner. Yep. She's been there, done that. It, it, she's probably the best trainer of two year olds in the country. Um, it, it got beaten five lengths uh, in Wyong by She's All Class. Mm-hmm. Uh, it came out in absolutely them away on the Gold Coast last Saturday and ran time. In fact, the time was so good, I thought that the clock was wrong. I had to go back with a stopwatch and redo it. That's how quick a horse went. I think natural progression, third up, drew a better gate. A uh, Very tough to beat.
4: There's a horse in the race that is not currently in the race. It's a first emergency. It's ranch hand. It's a Chris Waller horse. If it gets a start. I think it's a legitimate chance. We got beat at $1.40 a couple of weeks ago. They chose not to run it on Saturday because three weeks in a row would have been too hard for well, a lot of horses, in particular a young two-year-old. But the very fact is if it gets in, and I'm speaking through my pocket here because I've got it at a nice price, I think it's going to run a very cheeky race.
1: Um, there's a horse called, is it Hipster Girl? Mm-hmm. I'm hearing good things about that at around 20. Miss, Miss Hipster. hipster uh, around, at around 20 to
4: 1. Yeah, and another horse that will will ran last week and going to be able to back it up. Uh, and week on week, they you know the the stable and the connections and the trainers, they don't run them two weeks in a row as two year olds if they aren't really happy with what they're seeing both on the track in the race and also in the in the in the feed bin and, and eating up and making sure they're in good spirits. So sh- she's one to look at, and as you touched on, there's always horses in these big fields as two year olds that we haven't seen a great deal of. They come up and surprise you. you you're going on the day oh, yes. to the millions. You you've
3: got a one of your um, many many. Oh. Thoroughbreds running. Mm.
4: Can I do? You know, tell us about it. Well, I'll tell you what, badge. I've only had one horse in my whole entire life. I'm, I'm currently in five. The others are professional spellers. They haven't got to the track yet, yeah. but do have one. Defined Diva. It's in the maiden race, the first of the day. Uh, she was pretty good on debut. She missed the kick, came home around a nice second, and it's actually worked well that she didn't win that race because she wouldn't be here, and uh, I wouldn't have anything to cheer good. on on Saturday. Good jockey on board, Craig Williams. Craig Williams is going to have. That? Well, he's going to have to be good. I just gave him a call and said, "Hey, Willow." And he hung up on me, and then someone else got him. <laughs> yeah. but, um, you exactly. own the tail. A, 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 very, the horse. If, they, yeah. if they if they if they snip the tail, I'm out. I'm yeah. out of the horse. No so tail. hopefully uh, it stays a long tail. It's talking barriers. It drew barriers 17. Yet again, it'll come in once the uh, the emergency's come out. But again, going to have to go back and hopefully go whack.
1: Okay, what about the three-year-old? What do you like there, boys? I think it's a two-horse race. I, I
4: think it's a one-horse race.
1: Hope you're saying away game.
4: I'm away game. I <laughs> I, I could not. And I know I know who Brandy's going to tell you in a moment. The other horse, and I agree, but. Everywhere I go, someone says to me away game wins. They both drew well. It's going to be a great race. And Glenn Bosch jumped off her after she got pipped by Isotope, which Brandy will tell you about so in a moment. Why is Isotope yeah. so a, a heavy favourite?
5: $2.50? Uh, well, probably because of, of the way it won last start. Uh, away game um, kicked clear mm-hmm. at Doomban and was about four lengths clear. And away game is a v- superstar in its own right. And Isotope balanced up and in the last sort of 150, 200 just savaged the line, got the bob in and won in a photo. Um, drawn a good gate. They both have a uh, away game. We'll, we'll probably try and lead. Isotope will sit off it again. It's going to be. It, it won the two year old last year. Didn't it, it, it did. It did. Yeah. I, I think it's. it'll be those two fighting it out. And then back about five or six yeah. weeks will be the rest of the field. Um, and depending on. Um, tactics and you know, fitness and things like that, it'll be those two that... When, when that,
4: Glenn Bosch jumped off after that last race, he said she's going to do the world of good from yeah. this, obviously resuming in that particular stay, a race, and already Isotope had had a race under, under its belt. I, I think 100%, I couldn't agree anymore. I think away game will get a full then clean and Isotope will come late and just fall short. Mm. I think the, <laughs> the race fitness Gee. will get away right. game home.
1: Boys, uh, because you're broadcasting from our studios today, because you're normally in Victoria, Badge cannot believe what you guys do for a living. So you actually sit there on SCN track... You talk about horse racing all day. You talk about restaurants that you go to and upsetting your girlfriends. But, I've heard the whole the cheer, thing all day. Well, the cheers and the uh,
3: you know the desperation the in the voice during races, yeah. and then the
1: whoops and the hoops yeah. and the and What did the, you say, Badge? It's worse than the pub on
4: Saturday. Know, it's it's well, louder that, than my mates at the pub. That is that is what we try and, to do on Sen Track. We've got well, it's working. A, you know, we, we we have a situation where we just and for you know us, Badge and and Jace, we uh we do like the odd lemonade down the local so and, and for what a lot of what happened last year as racing continued uh in quarantine where we were we were obviously you know very restricted in, in melbourne yeah. we were allowed to go so it's about all you could do yeah, that's, it, the that's, races. a lot of it was about bringing people together wherever they might have been around the country who might not have been able to work or might not have been able to uh go down and socialize and, and do the things that we've been doing and, and sometimes take for granted so it's sort of grown from there and uh, it helps when we find winners. I'll tell you that, Badge. Today, we struggled early. We bounced yeah, back thanks. late, but it yeah, does thanks. help when we find winners. I got
1: the early tips, <laughs> but I wasn't given the late ones.
3: Hey, Campbell, so. <laughs> I saw you getting a few messages um, from people. People love to share a tip with you, don't they?
5: They do. Yeah, and, and um, some of the regulars are very good at it. Um, one of us ga- gave them a $9.50 winner in the last mm-hmm. to, to get us out of trouble. Yep. So, um, a what? A $9.50 winner in the last at the Yarra Valley. Yeah. Uh, a, SMS Thanks. came in. Thanks, guys. <laughs> we could we didn't have time to share it. It was very late. But yeah. no, we uh, we <laughs> enjoy interacting on, with with everyone. We we love horse racing, mm-hmm. everything about it, not just yeah. the racing, but the social element to it, yeah, the, the punning side of it. Um it's just a great thing to do. I be will say this though,
4: just what you said, Jace. And obviously I was at Sports Day Queensland at the very start. And when I when they gave me badge and sats gave me the flick, management said, Look, you know what? You've done the hard yards. Now you can have a bit of an easier oh, job. Oh, so uh, oh. you know, I'm just doing my badges Badger. done each and every night on Sports Day. Badge
1: is so <laughs> exactly. jealous about the gig you boys oh, have. I, I thought I had the world's best job. <laughs> <day. laughs> no. you best. guys. A hey, gamble, responsibly, yes. boys. Yep. Thanks for your preview of the Magic Millions. Campbell Brown and Cam Luke, thanks for joining us on Sports Day. Thanks, thanks boys. You. This is Off the Bench. Welcome back to Off the Bench like to get this uh, wonderful human being on the phone. She's uh, an NRL journalist. She also plays rugby league for the mighty Rabbit I, I think
3: that's the main reason, you being such a Keen Bunnies fan, that you've almost got yourself a membership. And that's why you want to get a I
1: actually did get myself a membership. My children can't go to school or get new shoes because you shamed me into buying a, a membership. Yep. So the kids have to wear... Uh, just plain socks, uh, mm. hand-me-down socks from me. By the Fair way, enough. can't afford shoes. Nothing Katie, to do with your gambling habit. <laughs> <Shush>. Katie Brown. <laughs> Hello, welcome to Sports Day.
0: <laughs> you know that intro. I was like, oh, Jason, what a suck up. Wonderful woman, Polly. You yeah, sent me this. You
1: text me the script today <laughs> on how to intro you. Oh. I'm just reading what you sent. Uh, by the way, shop for Authentic Aussie Products. Choose Australian, mate. How is your footy uh, pre-season going with South Sydney in the Harvey Norman Women's Yes, yeah, Conf- it's,
0: it's going well. Uh, well. What can I tell you? Um, we've got a heap of new new faces. Uh, Nellie Bell, Cody Walker's partner. She unfortunately broke her ankle, so she's out... 12 to 14 weeks. That's a big loss. Mm. She's a back rower centre. Um, but, yeah, we've got Shaylee Bent. She's an Australian slash uh, New South Wales origin player. And Ellie Johnston, she played for the Dragons. So we've got some, got some good talent in our squad.
3: Katie, you... you Not me, though. I'm a rookie. Uh, well, that's it. You only played your first game at mm. this level. Was it in middle of last year? Was that... you yeah. Had you played league before? No. Oh, okay. Never. So, And you've you've got the bug now.
0: Yeah, it's the best. Um, Actually, I love team sport anyway, but uh, I've really wanted to give this one a crack. And, yeah, she's full on. Definitely contact. Definitely can feel that at training. Didn't you break
1: break your nose in the first game playing in the front row?
0: Second game. Yeah, first game. I said, which side? Because I'd been training in the back row. And Dino said, no, 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 just get in the middle. I said no, which side? He said no, no, just go in the middle. I was like, all right, and here we go.
1: Oh, ran into
0: Caitlin Johnston. Don't know if you know her, but my first run ran into um, yeah, the uh, she's an All Stars and yeah, rep player, big solid girl. Well, wow. so, feel
3: good. So Dean Witter's former south uh, and and staff of many clubs is champion, like he's your coach. He's thrown you yeah. into the front row. I think this is a toughness test, and you've obviously passed because he's, he's uh, invited you back. Will you be, where will you be playing this year?
0: I'm hoping I can move out a bit to the edge and play in the centres. Okay. I'd like to have a good crack there.
1: I can't see a girl from Grafton playing in the centres. You get in the middle, mate. Aye. You know Chica how Ferguson,
3: to fight. The great
1: Chicka Ferguson was from down Grafton
3: way. Yeah, yeah, but
1: he's a winger, a okay. <laughs> flying winger. Well, there you go. Hey, now listen, Katie. Um, I've been I've been yeah. digging the boot in a bit this week, and Badge has been defending the great nation of India, uh, but I'm not the only one having a go at them about complaining about having to make their own bed at a five star hotel in the middle of Brisbane.
0: Honestly, what a g up. No, we're not the only people. Elisa Healy, Elisa Healy, has also had a dig, right? So she. Hawks cricket put up yesterday, like, locked up in their rooms, can't make their beds, can't get room service. Anyway, she said, like, hey, emoji, the Oz and NZ women's teams did their quarantine in the same hotel last year. Here's a shock, dot, 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 we survived. Like, oh, damn. So that went viral, gents. And then today, I think nearly 6,000 likes. Anyway. Today, she put out a string. She goes, G'day, everyone. For those of you having a huge whinge, in brackets most, here's some perspective. We're in a global pandemic. Countries are shut. People are dying. International travel is remarkably hard, especially for those trying to come home. The fact that we, yes, I play cricket as a woman, are able to travel the world and still do our job whilst many around the globe have lost theirs is a privilege. It's tough. It's not easy. Everyone has, sac- has to sacrifice things, but it's still a privilege and a good choice we made to keep our sport going. Government-mandated quarantine isn't much fun, but at least cricketers can get out and train and play for trophies, which clearly means so much. Just have a little perspective, people. Mm. Bam!
3: Good on you, Alyssa Healy. Oh, you, know, you know one thing I have yes, noticed? Oh, have you noticed this, Katie, that the commentators, anyone talking about the game, and the, the commentators especially, are so careful, almost scared not to bag India their players because that is where their bread is buttered as commentators as players they uh they just don't want to be on the in the bad books with the uh the fans and the public
0: yeah and I, yeah you make a good point i guess because if we don't have the indian cricket team playing cricket we don't really have cricket or international cricket at At that point, they bring so much money into the game, don't
1: they? Eighty percent of the revenue in world cricket comes from India, and I've you've got to be careful. You will not be commentating over there in Mumbai, Woogie. I don't. I'm fine, (laughs) but I'm telling you that in itself is an issue, and this is why people don't speak out against their behaviour, and they're carrying on like sport kids. Uh, Alyssa Healy, well done. Well, they're
0: what the statues. Like, I mean, they're millionaires. They don't
1: know how to make their bed. Mm. Like
0: they just expect things, right? They're so out of touch with the general human.
1: Mm-hmm. Hey, listen, we've got to move on. John O'Patton. Uh, he is the uh, what oh. is uh, Hawthorne player? Yeah, the Hawks player. He's been just to put he's, this, he's, he's been wh- he's been sending nude pics to women and hitting him up on dating uh, on dating sites. But things have turned a little bit um, bad for him.
0: So, yeah, he's, he's in hospital now. His management confirmed to get uh, mental guidance. Since I find this really strange, right, because it's not on the front page down in Melbourne, but if that was an NRL player, they would be absolutely slaughtered. They would be front page, back page, you name it. The NRL player would be everywhere. Yet this Jono O'Patton stuff, sure, it's, it's in the papers, but it's not. There's not been a whole song and dance made
1: about his behaviour. Badge, they're protecting we've, him. We've spoken to our colleagues in Melbourne before, and you've had a bit of a jab at certain AFL clubs or all the AFL, mm. and they've said you can say that we can't. Yeah, that's right. They, they can't say
3: anything uh, wrong about it. The AFL wields a massive stick a, a, on journalists. They just go, "Your accreditation, you will not be able to get into a game now." Now, to go to a game is all important to them, whereas we can survive in the NRL without having to go to the footy. you see we get a better view on TV and whatever but they just they all toe the line just about all of them toe the line so maybe they've they've gone a bit easy on on John O'patton and now I reckon no one'll be saying anything Katie because he's uh yeah he's getting treatment for it
1: yeah
0: yeah I find it just bizarre though mm. i like, it surely think by this point that people would have enough guts To all journos could rally
1: and be like, look, we've got to report the facts. Like, this is a big story. Mm. Yeah. Hey, Katie, listen, we've got to leave it there. We're going to have to... Oh, just quickly, sorry. Jai Arrow and the death threats uh, around that origin will hit or tackle or whatever. Um, That that was pretty awful, wasn't it?
0: Yeah, we spoke to him this morning and he was saying he opened his social media account, like Instagram after playing a couple hours after. He had more than a thousand messages, and basically all of them were telling him to go kill himself. If I see you in the street, wow. I'm going to run you over with a bus. Then it took it even got to his mum, his sister, and his nephew, his 11 year old nephew, and he said that's when it went too far. But he said, like, look, I, I dealt with it. It hasn't bothered me. I'm pretty easy going. But still, that that is not okay. That's not
3: on. So he ragdolled James Tedesco after he was he was knocked out. Now he didn't know that he'd been knocked out. He'd That's made right. a mistake and That's he had right. a bit of a crack at him. It was it was a bit of an ugly look, but it was never intentional to do it. James Tedesco, he said he said he still doesn't know if James Tedesco has accepted his apology. I wish he would yeah. come out and say, you know what? I yeah, know this right. was okay. Yeah. And and Brad Fittler as well. Brad Fitler had a crack at him. And I wish Brad Fittler would come and say, mate, you know, yeah. we understand now that yeah that you didn't do this intentionally. But um, I hope that's all finished. I hope all that uh, that, uh, that uh, those threats and whatever are finished.
1: Sorry, can I also say, I hope the yelling in the background from our colleagues at SCN Track who are up here for the Magic Millions, Katie, I hope that's finished as well. Could you, they're going off. They must oh, have backed a winner. Yeah. <laughs> we haven't heard much wrong this afternoon. Few and far between those winners. Yeah, that's a sad state of affairs. And you know what? That's social media. Get off social media and pay no attention to those trolls who are living in the basement of their mother's yeah. mother's one-bedroom flat. So, yeah, it's a horrible place. Hey, Katie, we better let you get to training. Yeah. Uh, shop for Authentic Aussie Products. The Australian Made Kangaroo Certification is the logo. The Nation I'm going to go and shut these blokes up. All right. Go, yeah, go and give them a bad tip because <laughs> then they... They don't yell out when they're losing. Katie, the world according to Katie, appreciate your time on Sports Day, mate. (laughs) Oh, no worries. Thanks, guys. Have a good afternoon. This is Off The Bench. Welcome back to Off The Bench. The Sixers doing something special this weekend, Badge, and I thought it would be good to share this with with everyone. It's It's an initiative they've been running now for 10 years It's called Sixers Can, You Can campaign, and we'll get to that in just a second. But right now, let's bring in Justin Avendano, the uh, opening batsman for the Sydney Sixers, the victorious Sydney Sixers, who beat the Thunder last night on the DLS system. Justin, welcome to Sports Day. Thank you so much for having me, guys. Nice to be on. No worries, mate. What's it like sitting top of the the tree, six points clear of the next team?
6: It's absolutely brilliant, to be honest. We were in a similar position last year, but we we'll, were we'll top of the table and then lost it to the Stars. So hopefully this year we can maintain it all year and go into the final strong.
3: Because there's only three or four rounds to go, I'm uh, reading. Justin, I've also read where you, and I mentioned this before at the top of the show, you whack six sixes in and over. Gary Sobers-like uh, a couple of years ago playing for the Sixers Academy. What the hell are you, why can't you get a game every week for him? Yeah, well, as you said, we're
6: top of the ladder, so there's yeah. no need for me to, um, to play at the moment. We've been doing really well, but that was actually one of the uh, the better knocks I've had. That was in the academy game for the Sixes, and that sort of ended up sort of getting me my contract. Uh, mm. It was nice to have the coach there, and I thought I might as well try and do something, and, and luckily enough it paid off because it doesn't always work like
3: that. Yeah, well, last night uh, you made 17, uh, for any of the listeners that don't know, um. Now, I guess after this test, you'd have some players coming back. So that was very important that you actually got a got a chance to show what you can uh, you can do last night.
6: Yeah, exactly right. It's been um, it's been a bit of a long wait, but um, it's been needed because everyone's been doing really well. We've got a lot of match winners in our team, so the team at the top of the ladder. There's really no no need for me to come in. So with the test guys coming in, I think maybe two games time. Um, hopefully, I can get a few more games and then. Um, Well and truly deserve to be dropped for uh, Moses, Sean Abbott and Starkey coming back in. So it's going to put us in a really good stead for coming into finals.
3: Some big names. Are you actually in a bubble? Can you play elsewhere if you're not playing for the Sixers?
6: No, so we're locked away. So it's not too bad at the moment. We're stuck in our hotel rooms a fair bit. But here in ACT, (laughs) we're allowed to go out um, to restaurants and cafes, but we have to sit outside. Uh, a few of the boys are lucky enough out playing golf today at Royal Canberra, so oh, it's not too nice bad. But course. we just can't, yeah, we can't see friends or family, which is um, which is a tough part.
1: Do you have to make your own bed? I mean, the Indians aren't happy about this. Uh, do you have to make your own bed and clean <laughs> your own toilets?
6: Uh, no, we're lucky lucky enough to have a little bit of service in the hotel
1: and Oh, don't out let out the Indians hear this. <laughs>
6: <laughs> <laughs> I think we're a little bit luckier than they
1: are. So you're allowed to go out, and that's—I've heard other players say this too from other teams. You're able to go out in Canberra, which is good because it is some sort of, you know, normality for, for you guys. Now, yeah. Gary, obviously being a Canberra Raiders legend, and I spent some time mm. in Canberra as well. Have you boys tried moose heads yet? It is—it is—it <laughs> it is an institution in Canberra.
6: It's—it's uh, it's definitely one of the locals. Uh, when you're not in the, uh, life, the bubble life, but uh, unfortunately we can't venture out there. I think there's a fifty thousand dollar fine if you if you're caught out of that place. So uh, not not for the meantime. It's worth it, and, yeah, and a bit of trouble <laughs> yeah. as well. It could uh, be as well. I might, have, I might have heard from
3: friends. I've heard. <laughs> yeah, are the other are the other players in the from other teams around too? The same hotel, and you, you, you see them? Yeah, I
6: think uh, I think a few of us in the same hotel. I know the Thunder are. We had a nice little fire alarm go off the other day, so everyone sort of came down at once. Who set that um, off? And I think, Yeah, who knows? <laughs> um, but uh, And I think the uh, Scorchers may have arrived here today, I think. So I'm not so too still sure. Got,
3: still got players or someone in hotels having a durry trying to make sure the smoke
6: alarm <laughs> <laughs> doesn't go off. That yeah, I, no think, I think well, there's that's... a few people trying to sneak them in, but we're, no one's claiming, uh who, who set it off yet. Yeah.
1: Speaking of the Scorchers, geez, this is going to be a good game on Saturday night at Marnica Oval. And... Uh, they're in good form. In fact, they're favourites um, to win they're the big day. are 4th
3: aren't they? Yeah.
1: They were 21 bucks. I think I told you, Gary, about four or five weeks ago. They've come into favouritism. Good team, the Scorchers. It's going to be a, a tough challenge for you Sixers.
6: Yeah, they are a brilliant team. They're one of those teams where if they get going, they're going to be tough to beat. They've got a lot of match winners in their team. Um, but we like being the underdogs. I think we've been underdogs every single year. I've been a part of it. And we've been going all right, so hopefully that can put us in good stead for uh, for Saturday's match.
1: Yeah, Justin, this Saturday night it's uh, your annual charity match, which is it's it's, it's the tenth year, by the way. It's called Sixes Can You Can campaign. You guys are going to wear some special jerseys to honour youth cancer patients and survivors. Yeah,
6: no, it's um, a brilliant foundation uh, charity, sorry, that's been running there for ten years, as you said. It's pretty much it's really tough for a lot of regional youth. Um, patients uh, getting into the city. So every hundred dollars you raise puts up a night's accommodation, uh, and for a lot of these patients, it can cost thousands of dollars um, over the years. So every hundred dollars gets a night's accommodation. So uh, we'll, everyone will put in their jerseys up um, for sale, and every bit of money raised will go straight to the patients. So that's yeah. um, that's really nice.
3: Outstanding. I'm also I've also seen where. Instead of having your names on the jerseys, going to be swapped with three words of inspiration that the these these youth cancer patients have provided. I think that's uh,
6: yeah. So each, each player will have um, a patient donate three words to us, and which is really really nice. So we'll honour them, um, and yeah, so it's a really nice touch to have a bit of them on the back of our jerseys.
1: And and these will be auctioned off, aren't, won't they? After the game, like do, yeah. how do how do we buy them, and how can you get involved?
6: Uh it's a good question. I'm not sure how um they're auctioned off at the moment. It'll be on the Wit Sixes website, yes, but I think each definitely. player does it individually through through the website. Um right, okay. and every bit of money raised goes to the charity.
1: Um which is which is unreal. Yeah, it is good. Now listen, I want to talk about the rock star of the team, the old boy. How's Dan Christian going? <laughs>
6: the old timer. I'll tell you what, isn't he a star? He uh He's probably one of the best match winners in the competition, whether it be with bat or ball. Um, but even last night coming in, I think he only got 15, but he got up oh, about five, five balls. balls. Yeah, five
1: it, balls. <laughs>
6: and instantly put us in a, in a winning position. It was sort of touch and go there, sort of those tricky chases. And 15 or five just instantly put us in the winning position. So he's a
3: freak. Excellent. Will we see you out there on Saturday night? Doesn't know yet. Not sure? I, I sure hope so. You hope never really so. know the case. I sure, I sure hope so. So those words, about him. those words of inspiration on your jersey might be "Don't drop me" when these other <laughs> blokes come back. <laughs> it, it's been like that my whole career. <laughs> well, we want to see you out there, mate. It's been it's been great chatting to you.
6: Thank you so much. Thank you guys.
1: Yeah, if you uh, want to uh, get involved with that charity uh, of the Sixes, go to sixes dot com dot au, and uh, yeah, great great cause there helping. A young family suffering from cancer get into the city to get some treatment. That's it for Off the Bench uh, NRL for this weekend. Hope you enjoy the rest of your weekend sports day with Gary Belcher and myself back next week. Tell you what, a really interesting interview coming up next week with Daniel Vito, who's over in the States now, played for the for the Raiders, is now a wrestler. We'll get to that next week. This has been Off the Bench. Catch you Monday nights.